Do you want to be more productive, be more purposeful in your parenting, and have more time for all the things? Do you find yourself looking up organization, time blocking, purposeful parenting, building friendships? Do you find that no matter how hard you try, it just isn't working and you still feel like a hot mess? Hey friend, I'm Michelle, daughter of the king, wife, mom to three crazy kids, extrovert and fun seeker. I have been in your shoes, my friend, trying to do it all, managing it all and feeling lonely. I know why nothing you are doing is working. It's because God has gifted you with unique extroverted superpowers. God has created you with special unique gifts. He gave only you for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Ephesians 2.10 You were created to use your gifts as an extrovert and live life more joyfully. Welcome to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast, where we have unique extroverted solutions for you. Imagine being able to feel more connected, manage your time, be more purposeful in parenting, and have the joy you know is there somewhere. Grab your lukewarm coffee or your favorite water bottle and pop in those earbuds, my friend. It's time to live more joyfully. I pray this blesses you. Let's jump in. Hello, friends. Today, we're going to talk about how to get away for the weekend and leave that stress behind. Six easy steps. Have you ever been on a girl's weekend or maybe had to go on a conference for work or maybe even just got away with your husband for just the weekend without your kids? It is delightful, I have to say. But sometimes we're so stressed, especially I think as moms, about our kids that we're really not able to relax and enjoy the time that we're away from them. Has that ever happened to you? I know it's happened to me. Are you constantly checking your phone when that happens? I found I, uh, I tend to check it when I'm not near my spouse and my kids or maybe grandparents are watching our kids over the weekend and we're kind of wondering and checking in and how are things going. But that often leads to not being able to enjoy that time away as much. You feel a little bit more stressed, maybe you're a little bit worried, and you just aren't able to enjoy your time away and be fully restored and refreshed and refueled for the things that God has in store for you when you get back. You find that you're time away was just not as refreshing for some weird reason. So how do you let go of the stress and the worry and wondering if everything is taken care of and if your kids are okay? Did they get to bed on time? Are they staying up forever? Do they eat tons of junk food? Did somebody go to the ER? All those things. So in this episode, we're going to talk today about how you can avoid all those thoughts and really enjoy that time away when you get a chance to be away from your kids. Oh, I know how you feel because I have thought about this a bit. 
coming up, I'm going to be attending a conference called MomCon, which sounds really funny. It sounds kind of like villain con, but it's MomCon and it is through Mops and they have an amazing event where they gather all moms from all over. You could gather from all the world, but usually it's held in the U.S. at a destination. Last year, it was held in Tennessee in Nashville, and it was so much fun. I went with some other girlfriends for the first time, and we shared a hotel room in this beautiful hotel, and every morning we had conferences and speakers and just people who poured into us as moms and helped encourage us and connect us. Just think of it's like a really fun weekend with your best girlfriends hanging out, but also having speakers just pour wisdom into you and fill your buckets and just being able to delight in the Lord. There's worship music and it's the best weekend ever. I highly encourage you to go. This year they are having it in September after Labor Day. I think you can still get your tickets, but it is in San Diego. So it's where my family lives and I feel like it's my second home. So I'm super excited that it is there. But thinking about that and just thinking about being gone, I can remember last year when I was in Tennessee, in Nashville, just wondering if my husband had everything together, if the kids were okay and taken care of or what they were doing, kind of feeling a little bit of mom guilt for not being there and connecting and putting everything together and helping out because it's a lot as a parent. And I don't know how single parents do it, but it is a lot as a parent. So you feel a little bit of mom guilt, at least I did, of not being there to help and having this whole weekend with girls and knowing that my husband was doing all the heavy lifting of being with the kids and taking care of them nonstop when they're happy and they're sad. And so it just puts a little bit of strain on you and you're kind of checking your phone all the time. I know I didn't check my phone as often, but the moms I was with, it's just a thing. They would be bored and so they'd check their phone of like, oh, I wonder how they're doing or they'd check in or they'd call and then their kids would get sad that they're not there and then they'd have more to deal with. So it just left me a little not gun shy, but worried about what can I do to prepare for when I'm going to be gone to this next conference in September. And that made me just start thinking about six really important things that some of them I did just without thinking about it. And most of them are just naturally in our routine. But some things I really had to prep and think about ahead of time to make it a little bit easier for my husband while I was gone. And then after I was able to make things easier, I knew he wasn't having to do a lot of the heavy lifting. And so it was a little easier of a time when I was gone. It was still hard, but a little easier. So today I'm going to share those six easy steps in how you can just care for <laughs> your husband or grandparents or people who are caring for your kiddos while you're gone. And this will give you far less stress. You'll be able to really enjoy the time that you're away from your kiddos. 
Number one is to have a calendar. Grab that piece of paper, (laughs) if I forgot to say it, and a pen, because you will definitely want to write these down. Or you can write them in your phone under the notes section. So number one is a calendar. Have a space where you keep all the information. So this is information of when the kids need to get to school, if it's during a school time, if the kids have an event or sporting good events, sporting events after school or practice or games. So anything that is kind of like a timestamp or something that you want them to remember, maybe you have a cleaning person coming on a certain day or yard people coming. I know we have yard people who come to our house, which is a huge blessing. So we have to make sure our gates are unlocked for them or things are ready for them outside. And the same as when somebody comes to clean, but people who maybe grandparents who would be watching our kids don't necessarily know this. And so a calendar is a great space to have everything so that all the information can be in one place. Now, I have a Google Calendar with my husband and we share that. So we put everything on there as far as school information or appointments or places we need to be or time stamping things. So all that is on the shared calendar that we share with each other. And then I also recently set up a big, beautiful whiteboard that I'm super excited about. And it's kind of a huge station where all the information is. And I love it, but I really think that only I look at it. (laughs) So (laughs) for right now, it's beautiful and I love it. I've written down everything about when our trips are, when we're going away, what day people are. We have the cleaning lady, as I said, or what days we're going to eat what. All the information is on there. When school starts, when flag football starts, when somebody has a doctor's appointment, when somebody's getting a haircut. So try to put all the information on there so that there's one place physically that you can look and it's color corded so you can easily see who has what and when things are going to happen. So that's super helpful for somebody who may not be aware of your schedule or even (laughs) your family members who may forget. (laughs) Number two, this is super important, meal prep. So plan ahead with pre-cooked dinners or really easy dinners that are all ready to go and put them in the refrigerator. And also teach your kids to make their own lunches and so they can help out as well. You really just wanna prep as much as possible to make mealtimes easy and fluid in that evening routine because that can be really challenging to think, okay, now I got this all together. What are we going to have for dinner? So for an example, my husband does all the cooking, which is amazing. But when we leave, we try to make things easy for whoever's watching our kids, like grandparents or my mom. And so we often have meals that are all ready to go, whether that's maybe taco meat that my husband has made ahead of time and we put in the fridge. So all you have to do is heat up the taco meat and put out the fixings that you'd want on tacos. The kids can help with all of that and they love tacos. That's an easy thing to do. 
We've also made hamburgers. My husband is great about making hamburgers. Just recently, he made bison burgers with bison meat. Oh my gosh, they're so good. So he's made that ahead of time and had it in the fridge so that all they have to do is pull it out and you can make hamburgers and make a quick salad with it or just have cut up veggies ready to go. The easier that you can make things just works well. (laughs) Breakfast and everything is usually pretty easy because our kids know how to make their own breakfast. They just have cereal if they want. Eggs are pretty easy to make. Usually a grandparent or my husband makes eggs all the time. So that's pretty easy. But if there aren't any eggs, they just eat cereal. Lunches, we always pack the night before. So the kids are good at packing their own lunches. And then dinner time is really the only time We'd have to have something ready to go. And as I said, just to plan ahead of have something in the fridge that doesn't take a whole lot of time to do is really important. And maybe you plan in a fun pizza night where they're going to order in pizza that night and just watch a movie or something. So plan ahead which days you're going to be gone and what they're going to eat. Have something ready. So maybe a couple days beforehand, make hamburgers, make taco meat put something in the crock pot we've made really good tortilla soup or tortilla kind of stew that you can heat up and put on with some tortilla chips and that kind of thing and it has chicken in it and other things that already have a good bit of protein and so you could have that with just grabbing a salad or some easy cut up vegetables so just think of some of those recipes you can already have made and just in the fridge so that the people who are watching your kids can just grab some. It also helps to have something that's very easy to update or change. So like hamburgers, you can put on anything you want or tacos, you can put on anything you want because we've found that sometimes we're restricted with dietary limits of grandparents or people watching our kids. And so it's easier to make something that they can kind of doctor up themselves if they like certain things or change it a little if they don't. So making that really easy is key. Number three is routines. So have your evening and your morning routine just set in stone. Make sure that they're super solid and that everybody is on the same page. Your kids, the grandparents, your spouse, whoever is watching the kids. It's really, really important and it will make it so much easier to move throughout that time in your day and those spaces. Oftentimes we have grandparents come several days early so that they can kind of observe the routines and observe what we do in the morning and what we do in the evening, maybe when the kids get home from school. They can just observe how the day runs and so they can easily jump into okay, this is how it works. And the kids know where, since our kids are older, it's very easy because they know how to brush their teeth and everything. They know where everything is. They know how to take a shower on their own. They can find PJs on their own. They can grab out clothes for the next day on their own. But these are all things that flow into our evening routine. And so having the grandparents know about that evening routine, having the kids know about the evening routine, having my husband know about the evening routine, everybody is on the same page as far as what gets done, and then that preps for the next day. 
and same with the morning routine, what needs to be done before you go to school or in the morning when you first wake up, as far as making your beds and getting dressed and having breakfast and <laughs> engaging with the world. <laughs> so all of that is super helpful just to have it dialed in and very solid so that everybody is on the same page. Number four is homework. <laughs> so this one is really important to plan ahead whatever you can do with your kids. So as much as you can do homework ahead of time, I realize sometimes you can't. There's just not an option to do a lot of the homework ahead of time. So just th do things as much as you can. So for example, our elementary kids, they usually get a week's worth of homework in the first Monday. So they kind of know, okay, we're gonna have a test and spelling on Friday, or we're gonna have a Bible verse test on Friday, or we're gonna have this. So they have some homework every day, but they usually have something that they're also studying for. So if we have that thing kind of nailed down, like they already know their Bible verse or they already know their spelling words or whatever it is, <laughs> I feel a little bit more confident about leaving because they don't have as much that they need to do. So anything that you can do ahead of time is helpful just for you, for anybody who's watching the kids, just extra stuff they don't have to do. My daughter is pretty on top of things and she's also in junior high. So they don't often give a lot of the homework weekly. As far as I can tell, she's very good at getting it done every day. So in that sense, I kind of leave her on her own. And a lot of this just depends on your kids and their personalities. How much do they want to do ahead of time? How much can you get done with them? Maybe you can offer them a special snack if we get everything for the week finished today, those kind of things. So as much homework as you can get done early is helpful. Any kind of school thing. Number five, this is kind of the miscellaneous, all the to-dos. So you definitely want to plan ahead. Now this involves all the other stuff. So for example, while you're gone, who will pick up kids from school? Who will pick up kids from sports practices? How they will get to sports practices? Maybe play dates or if they're going to have any play dates while you're gone. Just think of as many things as you can to take off the plate of kind of the to-do items while you're gone. So maybe you can have a friend take your kid to practice back and forth that day so that your husband doesn't have to or the grandparents don't need to take them. We have a carpool system, so we traded some days with our carpool so that I could take on more of the days at the beginning of the week when I was at home and then other people in our carpool could take on more of the back end of the, the days when I would be out of town. And so you just get flexible and get creative. Maybe the kids stay at school for a little bit longer while you shuttle one child somewhere else. So just take off as many things as you can during that week or that time that you're going to be gone. And if there's something that you don't need to do, just wait and do it later or do it before. So if there's, for example, like a doctor's appointment or haircuts or a play date, maybe have those times that might just be an added thing that is difficult to take off the 
person's plate who is watching the kids. So take off anything that you can. And for me, this also includes laundry. I usually am the one to take care of all the laundry. So I don't worry about it. If they get a load of laundry in while I'm gone, great. If they don't, it's fine. I'll do it all when I come back. But those kind of things, what can you take off the to-do plate and free up that time so that they're not as stressed trying to get everything done? And if they have time to do it, great. (laughs) If they don't, that's okay. So take off as much as you can. Just to reiterate, the first one was to have a calendar, a physical one, and it's often very helpful to also have a Google or a digital calendar that you share back and forth. Number two, super important, do meal prep. Plan ahead so that everything is pretty well taken care of in the fridge, easy to go, ready to set up. Number three, make sure your routines are dialed in, your evening routine and your morning routine. Number four is homework. Make sure you plan ahead, do whatever you can ahead of time. This even might include like a giant project or a big craft or something like that. Do whatever you can ahead of time so that there's not as much to be done while you're gone. Number five is to do all the other little miscellaneous to-do items and take as much off their plate as you can. Number six, this one is probably my favorite, is to leave a little appreciation and love. To plan ahead and just get cards for every day for your kiddos or your spouse. What I love to do is just have some cards and sometimes I pick them out at the dollar store or I just have some on hand and then I write whatever day I'm going to be gone, Monday, open Tuesday, open Wednesday, open Thursday or whatever. And so the days I'm going to be gone, I write a little note. Hey, it's Monday. I hope you're having a good day at school. I want to hear all about it when I get home. Did you play with so-and-so or did you do this? And then on Tuesday, I'm really missing you. How's it going? Wednesday and then Thursdays. I'm so excited I'll get to see you today. I hope you're having a great time and that you had a good week and let me know. So just to leave those special cards of love is really fun or maybe even a special gift. You have to figure out what helps, what is most appreciative and how your kids see love, how they respond to love. Maybe they love words of affirmation, so cards, or maybe they love gifts, so you can give them some gifts, or maybe you plan when I come back, we're going to have quality time together. So just kind of figure out their love language and what they need and give them something special while you're gone. Also, I like to leave something special for my husband, whether that might be his favorite snack to have after the kids are all in bed and he's finally taking a deep breath, or maybe it's his favorite beverage or something fun that he can just relax with in the evening and read a book and just kind of recharge while all the kids are in bed. So something that I know will just help kind of energize him or encourage him while I'm gone. And as I said, keep your expectations really low. So assume that when you get home, your house will be a disaster and everything will be everywhere. There may be feral children running amok in the front yard. The neighbors may yell, it's okay. It will take several days to kind of get your house back to the original state it was in before you left. 
But take a deep breath and just have very low expectations that nothing's going to get done while you're gone and things will be crazy and you'll just get home and there'll be things everywhere. Just assume that and then if there's something that's more positive, it's always better. So you come home and maybe the dishes are done. I don't know. But assume the worst and hope for the best. Now, this is a bonus tip for this episode. Make sure that when you are gone, whether it be with your spouse or just by yourself on a girl's trip or a conference or whatever it is, make sure that you relax. So stop checking on your phone nonstop and just enjoy your time. Take time to take a deep breath and maybe be still before God, have a really good devotional with him, maybe journal while you're on the airplane or you're re- or wherever you are. Read that book that you never get to. I know I have a huge stack of books I would love to read, but I'm not a book reader. It's hard for me to just sit down and read a book, but I would still love to read them. So maybe you're like me and you have several books you'd love to read. Bring one of those and maybe you just need to fill that extroverted tank. So remind yourself to have a good heartfelt conversation with friends, laugh until your sides hurt, and maybe cry with some other good friends. Whatever it is, just lay it down, lay down that phone, and refill your bucket. Use that time to refresh and recharge yourself so that you can really use the gifts that God has given you when you come back. Because all moms need a little break, right? And that refresh time. I really just pray that this time blesses you if you're able to get away and that if you need more helpful tips and tricks, come on over to our Facebook community. We have lots of tips and tricks in there. The Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook community. I would love for you to join us over there just to offer some encouragement and a big virtual hug through our community. So come on over and until next time, have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 